Hello everyone, I'm Tim Birkbeck and welcome back to the Already Heard podcast. On this episode you will be hearing chats from the NXT UK stable Imperium. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, Volta and Alexander Wolfe at the Download Festival when NXT UK were uh, part of that festival doing some of their TV tapings. Um, Also in the head up to NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. we discuss obviously uh, how the quartet came to be, how they sort of see the vision of the quartet going forward, what it means to be part of NXT UK, um, and so much more. Uh, this will be broken into three separate interviews. So the first uh, part you will hear will be myself talking to Marcel and Fabian, um, then the NXT UK. Uh, T- uh, champion Volta and then finally the newest member of Imperium uh, Alexander Wolf at the end um, so yeah I will be back in between each little chat just to introduce it but start off enjoy my chat with Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner um, so how have you guys found your download experience so far? It's amazing um, it's a highlight of every year pretty much yeah. I think I speak for the whole company and uh, everybody's working in there uh, when I say that uh, everybody's really looking forward to download each and every year, it's a highlight. And um, yeah, this year hasn't been a disappointment, man. It's yeah. crazy, great atmosphere. People are hot, crowds are hot, great shows, great bands. Everybody's happy, I think. Do you find the because okay, obviously nowadays like, people know that NXT is going to be here at Download, but do you still find that you have to kind of work that little bit extra to maybe win over people that still have a preconception on wrestling of, of what it's all about? You know what? To be honest, uh, every time we come here, the crowd's so crazy and the crowd's so hot. Even even this year, the weather kind of didn't yeah, really yeah, play yeah. into it. But considering the whole field's full of mud, everybody's still in a great mood, and I think it shows in the in the in the venue where NXT is performing over those three days that the crowd just doesn't care. They just they're just here to have a good time, yeah. and I think you can hear it by the reactions that we're getting during the show. So yeah. it's it's a great time. I feel like Fabian had a point right there. I feel like everybody comes here just to have a good time. They don't even care. They, I feel like they, they don't even think about it. They just enjoy the show yeah. and they just like you know let their emotions come out really you yeah. know and that's the great part and that's the great thing about that audience I think. And in terms of kind of the the NXT UK brand, obviously you guys are very much a part of it, very much of this new stable in Imperium. But obviously you guys have a history in sort of obviously the European sort of scene, UK scene in particular. So how have you kind of found the transition of maybe going from the UK and European Indies to being on a worldwide platform? Well, you know, um, me and Fabian, um, the way we came into this business was uh, a little more traditional, I would say. Um, Him being trained by uh, Alex Wright, me being trained by somebody uh, named Carson Kretschmann, who was, uh, you know, training with all those old school European legends like Tony Sinclair, René Lazatez, my dad, and like all those, those guys. So... We pretty much come from that traditional standpoint a little bit. That's how we grew into this business. And um, it really helps us a lot over here, I think, because obviously in the last two years we, we've been growing each and every day, you know, as a, as a performer and as a professional. So I think we came over here with a pretty solid base already and um, that made it very easy for us to adapt and just learn and learn and learn each yeah. and every day, you know. But if you found, like, I guess, kind of like, platforms like the, the uh, WWE Network and things like that, like, maybe you maybe had a bit more experience obviously coming in with the Cruiserweight Classic and things like that, but have you found, like, I don't know, like, working for TV and sort of, like, how to put together matches and things, that those kind of skills have grown in, in that aspect? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, even now in the Performance Center, we watch tapes, over tapes, over tapes. So we're really trying to perfect our craft when it comes to uh, working on a, in a way where it's presentable on TV and uh, really trying to get the audience more and more involved. So you never stop learning in this yeah. business. I mean, even people who've been in the business like 50 years, like Johnny Sane, who was a guest coach last year, he said he's still learning yeah. every single day. So for us, we still got a long road to go, but we're both very hungry and <clears throat> finally getting the chance with Imperium and in NXT UK, man, we're enjoying the journey. I know a lot of people always think about the goal, but we're here, we live in the moment, we're enjoying it as it is now, and we're having a great time. And obviously, the two of you kind of came into NXT originally sort of as singles competitors. Obviously, again, Fabian, you were on Cruiserweight Classic. Marcel, you kind of went through the tryouts and had a bit of a, a singles run before you became uh, a tag team. So had you worked as a team prior to, to that? or It's funny, we... Uh... We were working for the same promotions in Germany and England, but we okay. never we never physically met each other. Oh wow! Okay. Never. Um, what? So just like not on the same cards or anything? Never, never met him. <laughs> never met him before. It was crazy. So um, when I first got to Orlando, I got an email that said I'm in the same car. I was supposed to ride with him, right? Okay. And um, so I texted him, and um, he got back to me. At that point, I didn't have a license yet, so right. he was he was super nice and picked me up from the hotel. And from the moment on, I closed that door. Like we, we just clicked, you know. It connected from the very first, uh, from the very first second, and um, even more in the ring. We just yeah. clicked. We have a great chemistry. Um, we used to work against each other a little bit, a couple of times, and every time we did there, we tore the house down, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it was it was just uh, good having somebody, especially like moving from a different country, leaving everything behind, friends, family, having somebody even like in private life, you know, yeah. to to talk to and like you know to get like. Because it's hard, right? It's physically and mentally, yeah, it's very hard, you know. And um, you get tested each and every day, so it's nice to have somebody you can rely and depend on, you know. And that definitely was Fabian for me. So we kind of grew together really uh, privately and also in the ring. And I think it really shows whenever we step into the ring because um, I can wrestle with him like blindfolded. I know, I know where he is, I know what he does, and uh, that's a great plus. I'm very happy to have him as my partner. And, oh, sorry, no. Um, in terms of kind of like your styles, obviously Fabian, you obviously have a, like a hard-hitting style, but you, you do a bit of high-flying action as well. Marcel very much more technical and things like that. So when kind of putting together the the initial tag team before we get onto kind of Imperium, did, was it a case of like finding how your styles like coexisted and like working out each other's strengths? Well, I think because Marcel hit the nail on the head about chemistry, the chemistry that we have, and we have a very good chemistry in the ring, so after all the battles that we had, I was like, man, this is a tough guy. It would only make sense to uh, team up with him and like make even more of a statement together. So if you look at our strength, like he's very technical, very strategic. I'm more powerhouse slash yeah, yeah. high flying. So if you put that together, we're pretty much a total package. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why we're so good as a team. We can do everything. We know... Where the other where the other guy is and it just works man it just yeah. clicks so it's not a struggle it's like we're really having we're having a good time beating people up and in terms of particularly your journey Fabian as I said like Cruiserweight Classic and then kind of came back over back to the Europe did a bit more sort of indie stuff and then sort of started growing your name and sort of that way. like um, have you found that like that kind of way helped you personally in terms of like rather than being sort of thrown on the deep end with the Cruiserweight Classic because I think a lot of people with the early 205 Live kind of floundered and are only now finding the momentum whereas you kind of right. followed it through so. 
I mean, uh, I said it in previous interviews, I always believe everything happens for a reason in life. So the guy that trained me, Alex Ride, he, he taught me from day one, you got to take advantage of the one opportunity in life. And the Cruiserweight Classic was that for me. So I had a good match then. And uh, we both, actually Marcel and I, we got uh, we started out at the same day in the WWE Performance okay. Center. So I got a little bit of a taste in the Cruiserweight Classic about like what it might be like. But, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Alex always tried to teach me like from day one to work the TV style because obviously he okay, worked for yeah, WCW. Yeah, yeah. So I was used to it a little bit, but like I said before, you never stop learning and yeah. uh, we're here busting our butts every day. And in terms of uh, Imperium now, obviously, Marcel, you're very familiar with your other stable mates back from sort of ring count days and the kind of ethos is very similar to, to that. So is it just kind of that kind of idea but bigger wanting to produce as you say like the whole kind of ring is safe uh, the, sorry the mat is sacred sort of idea kind of bringing that to showing what you guys are all about to a bigger audience now i think it's really not about the name or where uh where it happens i think the the whole thing uh, that whole team of that whole stable of uh, us four it's just something the the world really needs right now yeah. you know what i mean like because we offer something nobody else offers uh, we have great stables right now we have the undisputed era and like you know even like gallus over here but nobody really offers what we can offer yeah. because it's not it's not only us being in the ring as a person but our message what we stand for and what people feel when we come into the it doesn't really matter what venue is it if it's like even like the house shows in florida if it's like nxc uk or here or full state university in florida yeah people feel a certain way when we when we come on the stage yeah. and when we uh step on that mat that is so sacred to us and um people like that and people feel that and i yeah. feel like there are so many emotions whenever our uh theme hit um it doesn't really matter where it happens. It doesn't really matter what the name is. Yeah. It's important that it's us, and I think we have the right people. It's important that it's about the message and people un that people understand. And it's just, um, yeah, about changing the universe because that's what we're going to do. And finally, just because obviously we're at Download, if there was any bands that you would want to face as a tag team, what band would it be? <laughs> that's a good question. Let me think about that. And I think the, mo the that's, you know what? Since we're download this year, I yeah. think the band most people know here is Slipknot. Must so, be Slipknot, right? That was my first Why don't we take them on? Yeah, yeah. Any, I think any, a lot of eyeballs would be on that match. I say, I say Mick and Jeff you know up against you guys. It was all of them. Put them all in. Put them all in. <laughs> it was all of them. Yeah. Perfect, brilliant. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you. So that was Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Uh, now you will hear my chat with uh, NXT UK champion Volta where we discuss uh, the man's rise to dominance within the NXT UK brand. How have you found your download experience? Uh, very muddy so far. <laughs> yeah. I was very busy, so I couldn't really catch any yeah. of the bands I want to watch. But overall, the people who came to our shows seemed to really enjoy it. They were yeah. really into it. So I'm happy how it went so far. Is this your first download experience? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my first one. So, in terms, I spoke to, obviously, Marcel and Fabian that... Do you find that, because obviously maybe not all of the audience is here to watch wrestling, that you kind of yeah. really have to work that bit extra to kind of win them over, or is it just, is this kind of just a fun experience for you? I didn't really feel like that. It felt like everybody who came knew what's going on. Yeah. That surprised me more, because I would think it's more like people come to watch the, the music, and then all wrestling happens, so we go there. Yeah. But it, everybody seemed to know what's going on and know the characters and react to it, so yeah. it was actually very easy for us. Yeah. <laughs> and in terms of kind of your career and things like that obviously 
nowadays you are open to a much wider audience thanks to NXT UK. Yeah. But obviously coming through like the independent routes and, and things like that, your uh, I guess your star has started to show some really bright in the last couple of years and things like that. Yeah. So how have you kind of seen the progression from those indie sort of days? I know you're still doing a few days here and there, but from that to now, like have you seen like a, a big progression? Uh, in me personally? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Like, I can say, um, since joining with WWE, I'm a better professional wrestler than I was before, 100%, because it's there's so much more, especially behind the scenes. Yeah. There's so much more coaching staff, producers with legitimate world-class experience. Like, when we are here for tapings, we work with Shawn Michaels and yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt Bloom and yeah. Robbie Brookside, who's a legend here in, in England. So, it's, yeah, it's... A very supportive environment, and I think everybody here, as an athlete, is if you put in the work, you'll grow. Yeah. What would you kind of say is the biggest difference between, uh, obviously, apart from kind of all like the yeah. behind the scenes things? Like, what would you say? I guess kind of maybe like in ring wise, is there kind of like a big difference, or is it once you're in the ring, no, you're in that I, Like, same for all my stops in my career. I just did the same things, like <laughs> yeah. not the same things, but the same way yeah. I always did. So that didn't really change. And they're just really good at picking that up and making a better version of it. Yeah. And obviously, United Kingdom champion on the huge takeover show, match obviously completely tore the, tore the house down. Obviously, for a lot of people, that was maybe their first big show seeing. Yeah. So in the ring, did you kind of feel that kind of energy and, and things like that that was going on? And did you kind of get the reaction afterwards that people were like, oh, okay, Waters, the the deal now yeah I mean obviously it's a big building some, a lot of people that make a lot of noise obviously that's some sort of energy you're gonna get because but also that's what we're aiming for right yeah. as professional wrestlers we want to get emotion out of people and if people react to you you kinda yeah you did a good job and <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, you, if you get that back and that's what it was like takeover was a, was a really good experience for me and I like the the the, the the physical part of professional wrestling, the competitive part about yeah. it. And I think we made a good job showing that and showed that professional wrestling in Europe is very different than yes. it is in America. Yeah. And I think that was the feedback we got from basically everybody in yeah. the thing. So I'm very happy with how it went down. Um, I've got to ask about your world-famous chops. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've seen, seen you on various indie shows and things like that. Uh, I think the famous image of Mark Davis's chest is yeah. what stands out. <laughs> um, but like for you, like when was there a moment that you kind of realised like that weapon in your arsenal is something that's going to get like that pop? I know it just happened. I, I just <laughs> I, when I started doing it, just thought I, I got big hands and big limbs. Yeah. So I just thought I'd whack people with it real intense, and yeah. then yeah. Have, it, you, have, you, have you had? I guess maybe not so much nowadays of the TV and stuff but have you had competitors that you've been up against who like yeah just hit me as hard as you want I mean I do it anyway <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's not their choice <laughs> <laughs> and, and in terms of kind of your your trajectory in terms of like championships obviously UK champion progress champion various other titles under your belt sort of thing like for you, when you, I, I think, because I think the very first time I saw you, you were still under the Big Daddy Volta sort of yeah. umbrella, and it was against Rampage uh, Brown. Yeah, and yeah. You break the ring. Um, so, how have you kind of seen yourself change in all those times? Because I think, like then, people kind of saw you as 
big guy that can do really good things, but now people see you as falter, if that makes sense. Yeah. So have you kind of seen, like, how have you seen the personal progression? Oh, uh, I'm really bad at looking back and <laughs> analyzing that. Yeah. Uh, but it was an easy thought back then because the big Daddy Walter name came up. It was like, in Germany, okay, let's do it. Got to have a likable name. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, like, okay, it's time to have an unlikable name again, so it's just <laughs> Walter. And then when uh, Timothy Thatcher started coming to Germany, he already wrestled the way we do now. Yeah. And we got along very good. And I would say he was basically the one who's like influenced us the most going in that direction. Yeah. And you mentioned Tim, obviously, just bring up Ring Camp. Obviously, now kind of Imperium members of Ring Camp back reunited sort of thing. So, is Imperium, in your view, kind of Ring Camp but turned up to 100 sort of thing? Oh, it is, definitely. Like, everything, everybody, it's obviously to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> because we're the. the, the the same kind of people, it's just Fabian who's new to it, yeah. but, but he's a perfect fit. He's a workhorse, the elite athlete, yeah. and has the right mindset. And yeah, it just made sense to do it. Is it nice to kind of have Marcel back and Alexander kind of? Oh, definitely, of course, yeah. Like we all started out the same place and now bringing it together. But is, it, is, it, is that kind of like a strange thing to think that like you, start, oh, sorry, you started back in those days in, in Europe and now you're on this global platform? Oh yeah, it's a little bit, if you look back, it's nobody would have pretty predicted that, so <laughs> yeah. obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, take over Cardiff, Travis Banks on the, on the card, but we saw here the text on British strong style. Are they in the back of your mind or are you fully focused on Travis Banks? Uh, I focus about my own business and I think it's up to the people who chase me now. Yeah. I just focus on what I can do best to keep the belt. So. And how I'm rounding off every interview, uh, as we are the download, it's a music festival. If there was one musician, frontman, guitarist who you'd like to fight for your WWE fight, oh. NXT championship, who would it be? Oh, maybe Corey Taylor is quite small. It might be. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> it might see, be easy. This seems to be a running theme because <laughs> your, your statement makes wanted to fight Slipknot, so <laughs> you could have a Slipknot Imperium. So that was NXT UK champion Volta. Finally, we have a discussion with the newest member of Imperium, Alexander Wolf. Uh, we discussed that famous War Games match that he had as part of Sanity, and what it means to go back to his roots as part of Imperium. Um, and kind of the reveal of when he joined the the stable and what that kind of message and meaning was for him. So enjoy Alexander. It's my first question. Have you moshed this year? No, not this year. <laughs> no, no. Uh, schedule was a little bit tighter this year. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, like, uh, um, I wasn't very, like, good uh, uh, briefed about who is here and who is not. And uh, just I saw a little bit of the schedule. Um, but I not really like all the bands I wanted to see like uh, I had some ones um, but how can I say it I'm not really good in like remembering names like I have my playlist yeah, yeah. and I have my favorite bands you know and, the songs yeah I know the songs sometimes but I, I cannot like uh, put them together like oh that's this band or that's this band sometimes yeah, yeah. I listen to a band and say oh that's the band who played this song because <laughs> yeah. I know them but um, yeah the schedule was pretty tight and like we had a lot of to do because uh, we have TV tapings here on yeah, download yeah. this time I think last time as well, but for me it's like more, I yeah, skipped yeah. the last year, sadly. But I'm back here, but 
more to do because yeah. like we're all busy now with especially NXT uh, UK like being a part of Imperium is now one of the main acts and we want to push it as far as possible yeah. so we have to be like really like tight with everything just to, to you know present the best product yeah. possible and in terms of that like from the last time you were here in uh, Download Obviously Park Sanity then now part yeah. of Imperium how, apart from being busier, how how's the kind of experience is different? Uh, it's been, I'm, it's it, for me right now. It's less playing. Okay. It's more like going back to my roots. It's more like, or so to speak, stick to my guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because uh, I used I used to be more a wrestler instead of an entertainer. So I remember when I started with Sanity, um, I had to adapt. I had to create a new character. I had to create a new me. So I just kind of like. Look deep down in my side, and what is the most creepiest, the most in- intimidating person which I can put out, which is not me, yeah. because me is more Imperium. I'm more like uh, a serious wrestler. Like um, I, I, when I trained as a wrestler, I was always serious, good. I taught this way. It's kind of like I was training wrestling like you would train karate, so oh, with, okay. with honor and respect and everything, and all this great like attributes what pro wrestling brings uh, with. So in the end, it's always we. Really, I had to find a way where I could get out of my shell, and just be more entertaining and and be more the character, which yeah. is like Sandy. Sandy was less in the ring action. It was more the characters around. It was the entrance. It was the music. It yeah. was like the creepiness and like the intimidating part of. Look at those anarch- uh, anarchist uh, <laughs> psychopath who could like whatever rip your heart uh, yeah, yeah, out yeah. if you if if they want to. Yeah, yeah. And with Rinka. Sorry, with Imperium. <laughs> You're the only one that's saying that so far. <coughs> so not with Rinkum. Rinkum is the stuff. Uh, in the <coughs> it's the fraction in the Indies and WWE NXT. It's Imperium. So with Imperium, it's all about wrestling. It's yeah. all about the performance. It's about uh, protecting the values of uh, the sport. Which means you swipe your feet before you go on yes. the mat because the mat is sacred. And that's one of the pet peeves, which is Imperium. So we are. Uh, we are defending the values of this uh, this sport of yeah. this uh, like legacy and yeah that's basically it in terms of kind of because when you obviously revealed that you were part of Imperium yes there was still I guess an element of the, the sanity Alexander there yes. obviously pulling down the, cra- the sort of yes. crazed face yes so is it now kind of, is that kind of the transition from those days to now is that kind of exactly. I guess pulling away the mask is that a, a similar thing? Exactly. That that you you got it right like <laughs> like I wanted it to be. That was for me. Um, I I had a thought about it, and this is like, of course, um, you should not acknowledge the fact that I was uh, uh, part of uh, a great faction, and sadly, this great faction didn't like uh, could show what they got because we had not a chance to. But otherwise, it also like. I'm very proud of what we have achieved uh, with Sanity. We we had like the War Games match. Just we we, we dethroned the author of pain, uh, undefeated author of pain, and just won the tag team champions. And that was not the title just for me and Eric Young. That was the title for the whole crew, including Nikki Cross. So uh, that was great times. But now uh, we moved on, and because Sanity wasn't uh, like that much successful, like we all would like have to or like. Sorry for the bad English, no, but no, like, no, no, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it was kind of like a little bummer, but now just we have to, ch- we, we, we grew as uh, athletes, we grew as performers, yeah. and also we grew as like uh, uh, people, person. Yeah. And now saying goodbye to that was kind of the meaning of like, I come down with a mask and I pull it down. It means like kind of like I, I, I take down the sanity character yeah. and now I just 
overtake the Imperium. Yeah. So, and that is more like, I said sanity character because it's a character. Now with Imperium, it's more me. It's more me because, like I said, I love wrestling. And it's more like what I did before. But now, with all the experience I made with Sanity in NXT, on SmackDown, now I want to use all this yeah. to elevate NXT UK as most as I can. Yeah. You mentioned War Games, and for a lot of people, that was kind of personally your kind of coming out party for a lot of people that maybe hadn't seen your earlier yeah. work. So, did you kind of feel that that match had like that kind of special moment for you? Um, or was it just too chaotic at the time? <laughs> to to be honest, like right place, right time. Yeah. But um, I was always waiting for opportunity to 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 show off and to like say, hey, um, all right, we have EY, like Eric Young. Everybody knows him, TNA, and like yeah. great guy, right? So he awesome performer, and he, he helped us a lot, like to grow his performance as well. And we have the big guy killing Dane, but I was always like uh, the guy in the middle. Yeah. So and I never had the chance and I never was kind of like let's say a little bit selfish enough like to put myself into a spotlight I had the chance to show a little bit in the tag team title match we had in Brooklyn against all the pain but also like war games was something where I was always looking for because um, even when I love like wrestling on the mat very technical and everything yeah. I can go pretty crazy <laughs> and I'm, I'm I just give a damn about what happens with me and I think that was the perfect time with war games where we could like you know, turn up the swag a little bit inside this cage yeah. match because, hey, we have a cage match and everything is allowed. Why not bring some weapons? Why not bring some yeah. tables, right? So, and then I took the opportunity just to, you know, grab one of those guys and German suplex into through, through tables. <laughs> yeah. You say you always sacrifice blood, sweat, and tears, yes. and that kind I, I yes, sacrifice a lot of blood. And I don't know, like, I still have the scar. Oh, wow. And um, I didn't feel... A thing. They, no. they, yeah, and that guy. So, it's it's was hard. That kind of adrenaline. Or? That was super adrenaline. Yeah. Like you could like uh, almost like our referees are super 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 tight. When like somebody gets hurt yeah, and yeah. they are, they are schooled and everything, and they know what to do in the position. And uh, like they like the referee saw me and said, "Oh fuck you!" <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, you can sorry, sorry. Oh uh, yeah, I'll oh, fuck you, pleading. And just me, kind of like, oh yeah, I know, whatever, yeah. let me go, like, because I was like feeling, and I was yeah, feeling, yeah, I yeah. was like, fuck that earth, but like in the end, it was kind of like, oh, I'm feeling it, let me go. The adrenaline kicks in right yeah. away, and he said, no, dude, I can't see your skull, because like the skin on the head is very thin, right? Yeah, so yeah. I saw the, uh, he can, I see the skull, so we have to check you out by the doctor. But nobody could get inside the match, inside oh, yeah, the ring, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was all like. It was war games, so nobody get instigation. Yeah. Also, Killian Dane ate the key for the for, for the for yeah. the lock, so you couldn't inside. You cannot bolt it off right in the middle of the match. So he brought me over to the side, on the side on the on the on the cage, right, and through the fence, dark had the look on it and said, "Oh, it's fine. If you want, to, you can continue, but I had to, I have to stable you." So he put like uh, ten stables on We're my head the through the cage, and oh. they let me continue. I'm sorry. So. I could finish the match because I was fine and the other was like they pulled out the stables again and stabled me again so it looked like a massacre but in the end everybody was very tight like they checked me out I was fine there was nothing wrong with me they just closed the wound and then afterwards they took care of it and I have a nice little scar right now but like afterwards I had no problem at all and they made sure like really I had to do a lot of tests for that and they really gave me the green light so 
if I had something, they definitely would not let me back into the ring. So everything was fine. It looked more worse and more brutal than it actually was. But it sounds maybe sick, but I'm, I'm happy with the outcome, how it was. And like you said, I could like present myself and like could like show off a bit and just show that I, um, I'm there too. And yeah, it's a fun memory. And to where we are now with Imperium, obviously, kind of going back to your, your roots, as you, yes. as you say. When, when Sanity sort of started to dissolve and, and things were kind of not maybe going the way that people were kind of wanted yep. in that group, did you kind of have one eye on what was going on in NXT yeah, UK? Always. I have my eyes everywhere. <laughs> I think that is always an advantage what everybody should do. Um, it's sometimes you don't have that much time and sometimes you cannot keep up with everything but uh, you, you know with a network you can everything watch back you can whatever like you sit on toilet and do number two you can watch one match you know what I mean it sounds disgusting but anyway like what, what I try to say is like um, I want to keep up with everything because I want to have my eyes and ears everywhere yeah. I want to I, I'm looking a lot of YouTube stuff a lot of, whatever like if it's like wrestling talk or what go, whatever like I'm, I like to watch this because I want to hear uh, opinions opinions about somebody and everybody has an opinion and it's wrestling so it's yeah. like art right everybody yeah, has the same uh, like uh, uh, flavor but like some people don't like this but some people like that and it's, it's wrestling so it's art um but I like to hear and see the most of the possible. Like sometimes I cannot watch it at all because I'm at home. But a lot of times I keep up with everything. Yeah. So, and yeah, I saw. I saw, oh, I, I'm in contact with those guys. Those yeah, one of course. my best friends. We started together in WXW. We grew up together. Then I left for the States. Yeah. Meanwhile, we created the Ring Comp stuff. So that came out. They had the chance to do it on WXW. And I was always like, yeah, I'm here on NXT. But yeah, awesome. Let's go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then I, like Marcel got hired. Awesome, he comes here. Now, what do we do now? Oh, I'm still sanity. We go up to the main roster. He's down in NXT. Then Walter got hired. And of course, always you, you play with the idea like, what if? Yeah. You know? That's the big thing. Like, what if? Yeah. And then it happens. And then this happens. And you see, like, oh, okay. Walter and Marcel and Fabian, they get together. Oh, and now, like, I, I you, you have to chat with the big man. Like, <laughs> uh, like Hunter tells you, yeah, we, we, we want to bring you to NXT UK. So, here we go. And... And that was perfect timing yeah, yeah, yeah. in that, and then the outcome is, is awesome. And um, how I'm ending every interview is asking, as we are a download, yeah. uh, any musician, frontman, guitarist, drummer, who would you like to face in the ring? Like face in the ring? Uh, I know that uh, uh, George Smith yeah. and uh, Tom Williams, so it's George Smith, a uh, drummer from Stick to Your Guns, yeah. and uh, Tom Williams from Straight from the Past, he plays the guitar, they're huge wrestling fans. And they always are willing to take wrestling moves. So they always like came in. For example, last year they played here, yeah. and they will say, "Oh, Atlas the Black is here. We all want to get the Black Mask." So I will challenge both of them in a handicap match, and if they're brave enough, they face me in the ring and then see who's the who's the better team or who's the better man. Just to to let you in on it as well, your Imperium stablemates have challenged uh, Slipknot. So Walter said Corey Taylor. Uh, Marcel and Fabian said Slipknot in general. Okay. So any member of Slipknot that you want to face? Oh yeah, uh, I will challenge number seven. This is Mick, yeah. the big guitar yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a big guy, you know. <laughs> Just want to have a challenge. No, but Slipknot is amazing. I was a. Uh, 
No, it was. I'm still a big fan of Slipknot. I, I love like uh, the the first uh, self-titled album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Iowa was great. It's so much like good music, yeah. you know. Uh, Slipknot in general, but I'm a huge fan of Slipknot from 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 the early yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had Corey's mask like oh, once. Wow. I was dressed as him for Halloween and everything. So, but like I was always like Mick was always like the dude yeah, yeah, because yeah. it always remind me it's like a mix of like Michael Myers and like Jason <laughs> like with the hockey mask. But like awesome band, yeah. And I think Walter will challenge Corey because like you know, Walter has the big coat, and now Corey has a coat as well. He does, oh, there you go. There, there's entrance gear heat for sure. So thanks to Tim Burtbeck for speaking to all four members of Imperium. If you enjoyed that interview, we've also got interviews with Adam Cole and Matt Riddle from NXT in our previous podcast archive list or whatever you want to call it <laughs> we've also got uh, other interviews from download festival with the interrupters and Kane hill and we have one more interview from download if you're not already you can subscribe to the Oriford podcast on a variety of services including apple Podcasts, spotify and acast and we could and we're also putting up the episodes up on youtube so be sure to subscribe onto whichever those you prefer to hear future episodes and also past episodes. If you enjoyed this episode of the Already Heard podcast, let us know by getting in touch via Twitter at Already Heard UK or by Facebook at facebook.com slash Already Heard. You can also support Already Heard in a variety of ways by heading to patreon.com slash Already Heard where you can support us from just for less than £1 a month. And don't forget, we also have merch over at alreadyheard.com slash shop.